Welcome to the Tribunal. I'm here with two very strong competitors. Jameson. And Chris Worm. Oh, yeah. Flex it, baby. <laughs> yeah. Chris, you're the new hottie in town, man. Everyone's talking about man, Randy Savage on. Everyone wants a piece of Chris now. Who doesn't? We're recording this on Wednesday night. We just watched the, the episode, so I've got two big questions. My first one, Jameson, why is there a cliffhanger after a 90-minute episode? They, they love to do it, man. I don't know if they get more ad dollars or what the deal is, but uh, they got to give us a cliffhanger, and it just so happens it's, you know, with someone that you know is going to demolish the other. Um, you know, the, right when Rogan went down there, I was like, this is just going to be sad. Poor little Jay, you know, he's gotten two skulls. He's really, he's angry. He's angry at everybody. And uh, I, you know, I just figure, though, with this, demo, this like, cliffhanger, no way his arm's broken. He got the air knocked out of him. Like maybe a collarbone. Maybe a collarbone. I don't know. I feel like I could easily see them returning next week, and then he, like, he like stands up. He's like, it's, it's okay. I'm good. I'm good. And then, you know, classic you know what, MTV producers. You know what he should have done? <laughs> what? With the ball on fire and Rogan's face exposed. Do a little, do a little fake to the face. Oh, yeah. Right in that beard oil probably would have lit his face right up. Exposed? I thought they were wearing like a mask thing, but either way, you're still going to flinch. Exposed, right, Warren? Yeah, uh, yeah, he had his little like fire mask down so he could breathe better. I guess I don't know, but yeah, he was definitely out there. He Rogan had his face out there. Should have gave him the burns, baby. I think it just after a movie length episode, <laughs> no need to make us wait for, for the only meaningful thing that happens in the whole thing. Ugh. The worst, the, the scariest thing about it for me is like, is this the point already in the season where they start making the eliminations at the beginning of the next episode? Like, is this going to follow oh, yeah. suit like every week, which is the freaking worst, dude. Like, I hate when they do that because obviously they're leaving us on a cliffhanger and they know what they're doing and I don't fucking appreciate it. You're right. It. Now it starts the cycle, you know, now it's right. elimination at the beginning of the episode and they just keep doing it to us. And it was right when we got to a good purgatory. This is the event that we've been wanting. We've right. been talking about ball in basket all season long hey. on the tribunal. I Rest mean, over a flaming ball. We, we've been asking for this. I was really asking for TJ to say balls out. That's what I was really hoping he would say. <laughs> I mean, it was, I just thought it was coming. It's like, it's, usually we call this balls in, but tonight it's balls out and you're playing with your testicles out. I just was waiting for it, but I was kind of disappointed with fireball instead. Great balls of fire, man. That's yeah. I'm I'm surprised that the music supervisor didn't come oh. in. Goodness gracious. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I was sitting on pins and needles waiting for that song to happen. I was like, I'm going to be two for two with songs. Oh, man. I was so psyched. Oh, that would have been amazing. So my next big question, Chris. What the hell is Wes doing? I don't know, man. The guy, he's all over the place. Like, uh, ego tripping, alpha mailing, not knowing what he's doing in this season. He says one thing and he's doing another. The only thing that he stayed true to, that I think he has stayed true to, is that he's in a 
in a you know alliance with bananas that's that's the only consistent the rest is like just all over the place he says he's lying low but then he goes and gets an argument with jordan who has a four-foot salami <laughs> hanging from his crotch like and and like you know his ego was too big that he couldn't even just like let jordan look like an idiot by telling him to talk into his dick <laughs> and he had to bring Tori into the whole thing, which was just so dumb. It's like, oh, he's such an idiot, man. I don't know. He's all over the place, dude. He's always preaching to play with your head, not your heart, all this. And then immediately after that argument, he's like, we got to get rid of Jordan. Let's get rid of Jordan. This half-baked idea, which never goes over well. Oh. Yeah, especially with a power player like that, too. And then, like, I mean, throughout the episode, I mean, he just – kept going at this whole thing of like the stupidest thing to me was after the challenge when <laughs> Josh clearly calls him out that he's going to put him in to the purgatory or whatever. He's still gunning for Jordan to go into elimination, right. which I'm like, dude, how stupid are you? Like nobody in that house wants to go against Jordan. Nobody no. like, and I hate to give that to Jordan because he's cocky as hell, but like, Nobody wants to do that, especially Wes, because I feel like, what was it, uh, Josh actually called it out, like, oh, he has everybody go in, go in, and then, like, he has everybody fight his battles, and he doesn't even do it himself, and that's exactly what he did again, he just votes for Kyle, which was just so random, it's, it was really out of nowhere, everybody could see through it after everybody was just like, oh, he's going to put Jordan in, he's going to put Jordan in, Jordan's the word, and he votes first, and he just looks like a total bitch. So this is, this is Wes's M.O. every season. I mean, like, every year he's like this. He's all over the place. He's talking to this person, talking to that person. I mean, I remember the days when Wes was just – he wasn't this guy where he was scatterbrained, but he was just total asshole. At least he's mixing it up a little bit because he just – but he had some ultimate quotes, though, uh, that I – you know, the, the quote of you will not talk to me like you talk to your wife. And then I love when he fucking went at Josh because Josh is just – Shut up, Josh. How many times did you cry last season, first off? Josh, okay. I, I'm for any going at Josh. Yeah. Oh, 100%. When Wes says, uh, I'm not here to get rid of the worst person here, like, it's just so good. Uh, <laughs> you got to hand it to him on, like, those fr- – I mean, whether you like it or not, he's, he's total well, asshole. And, and the fact that he – I like that he challenges Jordan because Jordan is just full-on douche to me. Yes. Like, he is like that classic douchebag. I mean, I'm telling you, look it up in the dictionary, Jordan, douche. And he goes at him, which I do appreciate it. But, yeah, he's all over the place. I don't really understand his whole, like, you can be this lone wolf thing, but you could also, you know, like, I don't know, try and make a friend there. Like, it seems like he's <laughs> yeah. like purposely trying to be miserable the whole time. Yeah, like not even trying to have any alliance beyond Tori, really. Like, whoever Tori's friends with is inadvertently friends with Jordan in some kind of weird, twisted way. Right. But, like, Jordan is not friends with them. Like, it doesn't equate to the other, you know? No. Or Tori. They look out for her. Like, people say, like, I think it was Jenna this episode, like, I can't say Jordan. So, like, he has some alliance, but through nothing that he's done. Right. People right. are scared of him, man. They're definitely scared of him. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm just he's a beast. I mean, we've all seen it at this point. Um, but, yeah, you know, like, 
I do appreciate, like you said, like Wes is kind of filling the void of Turbo a little bit, but like it's not enough. Like, no. When we all look at it, it's like, whoa, Turbo versus Jordan would be badass. Wes versus Jordan, I don't think it's going to hold up. You know, like Wes got eliminated by Bear in a stick wrestling match last season. Yeah. Like, there's no way he's going to stand up to Jordan. Which sucks because, like, it's like a kind of a bigger conversation, but like, like Wes used to dominate in those challenges, you know. CT's out. Like the the vets are they're getting old, man. They're getting old. There's a reason yeah. why Johnny Bananas has not like gone in like without you know question. He's he's old. Yeah, yeah. Can't yeah. hang with the young guys anymore. The the rooks, <laughs> noobs. Some of the feedback we got last week was, how did you not mention this? How did you not mention this? We can't mention every single little thing, but we do have a new segment to try and get some more of that stuff in. We're calling it Red Skull or Send It Home. And Chris Warren's going to explain how it works. All right, guys. It's pretty straightforward. If it's cool, we bring up a topic. If it's cool, if we like it, gets a Red Skull right on that helmet for everybody to see. (laughs) <laughs> makes it to the final or it's eligible to run in TJ's final at least. But uh, if it's not cool, well, we're sending it home. That's it. Why don't you start us off with the first topic? All right. So my first topic for the Red Skuller send it home to you guys is voting on yourself in elimination. Like when they sit around the room, like the thing that Jordan does every week? Yes. I'm sending it home. You do it once, it's kind of cool. You do it two weeks in a row, it, it, it loses its luster. Sending it home. Sending it home. Deuce, deuce city, dude. <laughs> Man, I, I'm going to say, like, I will put the argument for it here that the only Red Skull thing about it is that everybody knows you got to win an elimination to get into the final. So I just figured maybe on the fence, voting yourself in, Act of confidence, it makes everybody else scared, but if yes, but when you're in the, the middle and it got to that person and they were like, I'm voting for myself, I'm going in, then I'd be fired up. If it's clearly not gonna be him. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's like the middle of the vote. There's like four votes for someone already, four votes for another person, and he's like, Jordan. <laughs> that's how he talks in my eyes. That's how he says that. <laughs> yeah. He he talks Jordan. like an action movie star or tries to be, you know, like and he looks like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> talk about Tory. I'll go in there with my overalls and bowl cut. Let's fucking go. Jameson, <laughs> what's yours? Uh, mine is Rogan's fake ass montage, um, where he's like punching the bag and shit. Was it real? Send it home or send you know Red Skull? I thought it was fucking lame as shit. I would send it home. I think it was one of those like he called the camera guy over like get a load of this totally i'm gonna i'm gonna also send it home it it looked fake to me for whatever reason it didn't look like he was actually punching the bag how light he was doing it yeah it just seemed kind of light like i don't know i've punched a punching bag and i feel like you got to use gloves even if you really want to hit it or else you're gonna hurt your fist like those knuckles will open right up on one yeah proper punching bag is gonna mess up your knuckles and you know rogan's pretty he's a pretty boy he got muscles but does he have knuckles i don't know I don't know. He, he's a gorgeous guy, though. I'll give him that. <laughs> now, mine would be um, 
the nineties rock that they're throwing in. We got the offspring this week. We got hole last week. Are you in or out? Red skull. I'm giving a red skull. I like the classics. If you came up to me at work with my friends and they said, Hey, you got any new bands? You know, these days I'd be like, yeah, you ever heard of taking back Sunday? They're pretty dope. Uh, what about Boxcar racer? Um, maybe I just live in the past, but, uh, I, I like the oldies. Give them to me all day. And that old Blink uh, spin-off boxcar racer. <laughs> <laughs> Got to find the sequel band. Uh, you know, I'm kind of torn on it because I said out loud during the episode, like, man, Offspring, this song was cool when I was in eighth grade. Like, I remember, like, rocking out to this song at a party or something like that in someone's basement. Uh, but you know what? I, I do like the nostalgia. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a red skull, you know. We're we're giving a lot of uh send it homes already. Something's gotta stay. Gotta make that a yeah. TJ final. We I'm gonna make it great. It, it's not cool, but that's the music I still listen to. I love it. <laughs> Makes me 100%. feel good. Yeah. So the people have spoken and they want more. It's time for Jameson's, Jameson's, Jameson's. Juicy D. <laughs> I tried a different, different angle this week. Um, <laughs> that, was, that, was the, that was the 900 number. For yeah. Oh, those 900 <laughs> commercials? Oh, man. When I was a teenager, I was like, should I call? Should I do it? Should I do it? <laughs> you probably start seeing those commercials after, uh, you know, the next episode of whatever Rob Deerdeck show was on after the challenge. Yeah, you watch oh. long enough, they'll show up. Yeah, those commercials start coming on for sure. Oh, if totally. Even a thing. Like the hottest chicks, like the hottest Russian chicks on the planet, and they're all oh, yeah. like. <laughs> Why do I always think those commercials have like flames in them for some reason? Why are there always there's flames? some flames, flaming hearts, and like yeah, yeah, yeah different themes. Shit's just on fire. Like you call up, like, yeah, are is your house okay? Because there's a lot of fire in this commercial. Like, are you safe? Are you in a safe place to talk like this right now? And you know those Russian women were only having to deal with, like, 13-year-old boys calling in with their dad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was all of us, like, <laughs> um, I'm wearing the thong. Give us the deets. All right, I'll give you the juicy deets. I got some good stuff this week, guys. Uh, first up, uh, I think we all remember Tony. Tony time. Um, Tony is in a heated custody battle for his kids right now. Holy crap. It's getting juicy. You I'll mean tell you what Tony's relationship didn't work out? Exactly. Who would have thought? Not me, right? He doesn't cheat on his girlfriend every single challenge or every <laughs> single time he's on national television. But guess what? He did it again. And with the woman he cheated on last challenge, they're in a custody battle. And things are getting juicy. Um, I got an extra bonus juicy deed for you. Well, can but we I, ask about oh, that? Oh, yeah. Ask about it. Ask about it. Like... <laughs> Is this an ongoing custody battle, or did he already lose custody? Well, what the kids are saying on the scoop is this. Literal kids? <laughs> no. The kids were his children. <laughs> the kids on the internet. The kids that are in those uh, sexy commercials. Yep. They're saying that uh, he got asked to be on this season. He said no, because he literally has to keep a job to pay for the, the, the lawyers and things to get the custody battle underway. And he can't leave for an extended period of time with this whole legal stuff going on. Tony not time. Even for, 
small chance to win a million dollars? Man. Nah, man. Apparently, kids are important, you know? Clearly, I mean, if you knew anything, clearly the challenge is a job, as uh, Jenna confirmed that she was going to use it to give money to pay to start a family. So. I mean, oh, totally. Most of them treat it like this. They're all like, I, what else am I going to do? I got to make money from, I don't know, get a job? I got to eat somehow. We all know that, right? They get paid per episode. Right. 100%. I mean, not a big, big fee, but a little something, something. And it's different. Perfect. Oh yeah, you know bananas is 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 getting those banana peels. Um, that was stupid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Keeping it. Bonus juice. Bonus juice. Banana juice. juice. Not about bananas, unfortunately. But uh, recently, and by recently, I mean while they were uh, right after they got done filming this season of the challenge, Bear had an Instagram that he deleted. An Instagram video where he was showing his tattoos. And he started to show his arm, and then another arm came in with similar, if not the exact same tattoos as Kayla. Whoa! Yeah, is that juicy or what? That's the bonus juice? That's some I, juicy juice. I know. It's like the main juice. I had a tough time deciding what juice to go with. I warmed you up with some Tony, and I wow. put you to bed with some Kayla. Because um, those yeah. are some yeah. bad juice. I recognize those. Now, what's, what's great, the reason why this juice, I, I didn't think it was the main juice is because if you follow Kayla on Instagram, as a lot of people do, she has another boyfriend now. So it seems like it was like a, a romp in the sack kind of situation here where they got done with the challenge. They had some fun times uh, and that was it. But yes. So Jameson, they're not like they're quarantine together. No, definitely not. Jameson, let me ask you this. Does Kayla, because I am one of the few, apparently, that don't follow her, uh, does Kayla have the same boyfriend that she had while filming this show? Do you know? Or is it a new person? I am, uh, I think it's a new person, um, but I'm unaware. I can't confirm those, those facts. I knew she was, I've been following Kayla for a while. She's one of my uh, crushes, if you will. And um, she had a boyfriend who changed his hair every day. He looked like Slim Shady a little bit. He was a DJ in Vegas. And uh, they broke up. Then she went on the challenge. And there's this in-between time where she got another boyfriend, hooked up with Bear, hooked up with Bear when she got back. Now she has a new guy. I don't know if it's the same you know, guy in between Slim Shady. That's some, that's some good intel. Yeah. That is being your juicy, 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 juicy deed. So let's get into winners and losers. MVP of the episode, Wern, who do you got? Uh, kind of tough on this episode uh, to pick a winner. That was pretty clear, but I think I just I have to go with Rogan. I mean, clearly ends the episode on a high. I don't know where it's going to end up, but uh, he ended in a good place. He got what he wanted. He really, really does not like Jay for whatever reason. He's taking it personally which just seems crazy. I'm like, well, what was Jay supposed to do? Lose the CT? Like, I don't know if you can really name that as a thing, as a reason to not like a guy for him winning an elimination like that. But, uh, well, I think it's kissing D, right? Yeah, it's definitely kissing D. I mean, but he does cite the CT thing after it every time. So I don't know. Oh, really yeah. That. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he gets what he wanted. It looks like he does some damage to Jay, whether that's a broken arm or just knocks the wind out of him. Either way, he totally owned his ass. 
in that first exchange that left us on the cliffhanger. So he's got my vote this week. Jameson. Uh, for me, uh, I'm going to give it to Bear. Uh, he was entertaining a lot of the episode. Uh, he makes things, you know, happy and lucky and fun. And he's all about a good time. And honestly, he got the girl, you know, he's been working on it. That's been his challenge uh, the whole season, really. Seems like all he cares about. Uh, was it a little aggressive? Yes. Was it in- inappropriate? Definitely. Uh, was it wrong? Yeah. But uh, it was entertaining. And uh, I think it's that kind of – put in the time. He put in the time, and he's really grown on me this season. I think, you know, past season, uh, he kind of annoyed the crap out of me. I'm in a weird, you know, feeling in my insides. I hated you. Now I love you. I don't know how it happened. But, yeah, I'm going to give it to Bear. What about you, Danny? I know we picked at him a little bit, but I'm going to give it to Wes. All right. That quote to Jordan was (laughs) amazing. Like, because Jordan plays that whole thing, like, Nobody can get past this exterior, and it, it, he did real quick. That's fair. I think that's totally fair. Interesting point and interesting pick with Wes. Yeah, I mean, I... He made the episode better, you know? He did. He did. While he we're on MVPs, I have a question real quick to go back to Bear. Do you think Bear would still be in the Kayla this season if Georgia was on this season? Or would they still be stuck in this quarrel? Well, last season, he double-dipped, right? There was somebody else, and then he went back to Georgia. I think, um, unfortunately, he doesn't respect Georgia enough to <laughs> make her his only person he likes so he can dabble and knows that he can sweet-talk Georgia back in, which I, I wish uh, she wouldn't allow it, but it worked. Also, I, I think Baird knows what he's doing. He knows there's cameras. He's being an entertainer all the way. He's like, how can I make a storyline? And he's like, here's Kayla. I am attracted to her. She has a boyfriend. Let's go. And it's working. Oh, it's totally working. Now, Wern, who's your loser of the week? Well, my loser, uh, we've talked about him a lot with this episode. uh, And I I do have a little sub-loser, but uh, Wes is my loser. He's your MVP, but he's my (laughs) loser. I'm sorry. He just, I mean, letting his ego get the best of him, playing this alpha male game with Jordan, then being a little bitch and, like, backing out, doing this weird thing with Josh. I don't know. He just, I don't know. I I feel like in, in the challenge you can see amongst all the competitors, like, he's got some big reputation. But, you know, I think for everybody else who's watching, it's just kind of like, I don't know. I want to say he's like a has been. He's kind of – he hasn't done anything to impress me in the last couple seasons. He's not doing it now. I will give it to him. He's at least bringing some drama and entertainment. But as far as, like, this game goes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call him my loser this week. As far as um, doing anything that will help him win, uh, he's certainly yeah. shooting himself in the foot. There, there's oh, no yeah. about that. Absolutely. Jameson, who you got? You know, it's funny, guys. We're doing a lot of crisscross applesauce uh, today. Um, pretty crazy. Uh, my loser of the week is actually Rogan. Um, wow. <laughs> my loser is Rogan. Um, you know, the dude opens up the episode with his cheesy ass Rocky montage that you definitely had the cameras like, come over here, you know, show me punching these bags. He gets the math problem wrong, like a big old dumb dumb. Um, and he just is, he's really feeling, uh, try hard to me, uh, lately. 
He's, you know, come, I really want either, I really want either challenge, I really want either purgatory. Come on, <laughs> give me a chance, I'll fucking take him out. Oh, look, I'm the best. He wants a challenge, I'll take him down. It's Rogan smashing time. It's like, all right, dude. Okay, dude. Like, chill out. You're a little try hard for me. Um, and yes, you're attractive, and yes, you're good. I won't deny it. But just for this episode, I just got a loser vibe from him. From 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 my, for me, I don't know. What size sweater do you think Brogan's been wearing on this show? <laughs> Double XL. <laughs> There's not much to hide behind in that sweater. That is one hundred percent. Real quick before you go on to your loser, that's that brings up a good point. I'm always wondering about these testimonials and how they film them, because like. Sometimes they're wearing the same outfit from past episodes. Yeah. But they're like talking about a moment that happened. You know, like it's really weird. I really, I mean, they obviously do it after everything. They probably coach them up and like, all right, really get into this moment. You felt how you felt. But it's always crazy because the clothes thing always comes up. I mean, interesting you brought that up because I, I noticed like Bear, I'm pretty sure, had two different outfits on throughout his little, uh, you know, whatever the. The testimonial things or whatever you would call those again uh where he was wearing one shirt and one and then he was wearing another shirt and the other and i think you know obviously they're just piecing it together to get the reactions they want to make the storyline they want they being the producers of course but i'm surprised they don't make them wear the same outfit every time they interview them just so that it's always seamless right you would think that would be easier yeah one day when we have like a super famous podcast, we'll have someone on and we'll ask them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next week. Yeah. Danny, who you got as your loser? Mine is Josh. I wish I could give it to Josh every week. But oh, he's such a fucking loser. He finally did enough to get it. He's sort of been hiding for most of the season. This one, he had enough going on. You could tell that he wanted his big moment to be in that tribunal meeting. He just looked like such a loser when Wes came in. <laughs> I hate Josh. Hate everything about him. He's oh, my loser. That's so good. Say, that's I have so to say, he was my uh, he was my sub loser, my my secondary loser. I mean, just like you said, he played into Wes's game, and then you know, he should have been biting for you know to go into that elimination. Why did he give that up? Like oh, yeah. going against Jay. I mean, Josh is a pretty big dude. I would think any physical elimination when you walk in, you just see it's two rings of ropes and a and a freaking bucket. Like you got to be thinking, all right, I got like fifty pounds on this guy at least. Like I can toss him around. Totally. Dude, I, I bet Josh is such a heavy breather. You know, he's like, <laughs> I mean, oh, 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 oh. like a real heavy breather. No, man, that would be distracting in that elimination. You got to admit, heavy breather right in your face trying to pull you down. I can't wait till we have, like, the money and budget to, like, have, like, loser. Like, right, no. right after Danny Loser. You know who else was a loser was Corey. How do you not know where to put the lights or the, the, the thing? Like, oh. are you kidding me? I mean, Corey, wait a minute. Corey and Jennifer almost killing themselves by oh, walking into the explosion. Into the <laughs> As if they weren't watching other people go. That's like, a, you know where this is coming from. It's an actual explosion. How, like, yeah. Do you not see the wires running into that box <laughs> that you're nearly standing on? Like, you're going to fucking lose a leg, dude. What are you doing? That was crazy. And you know it was explained to them a hundred times. 
The bomb is right behind the box. You stick the, the sticks in the holes in the top of the box. Do not go near the explosion. Do not go near <laughs> the explosion. That box. Don't go near it. <laughs> Dude's like walking all over it. I'm like, what are you doing, man? Shit. We ask people to send us questions on social, on email. That's uh, the tribunal podcast at gmail.com or the tribunal podcast on Instagram. And somehow we actually got a couple questions. So we picked out some of our favorites. The first one comes from Tara and Jeremy Strait. Is the show better or worse without Cara Maria? Now, I know my answer, but I'm going to open it up to you guys first. Jameson, what do you think? I mean, I think it's definitely better right now. Um, you know, but I think there's two sides to this. Like, I think old Kara uh, would have made the show better. But new Kara makes the show worse. Like, she used to be fun and, like, her hair was colorful all the time. It still is, but now it's just kind of gross colorful. And she was competitive. And now she's, like, with Mr. Napoleon Complex. And it's just, like, the, it's the worst, which makes her the worst. Uh, so I, I think it's worse. It, her on the show. It's worse with her. She's a sourpuss. I hate her rat's nest hair with a fucking dream catcher hanging out of it. I, hate it. <laughs> oh, I don't need it. I don't need any of it. I don't need her to ever come back. Guys, I'm inclined to agree with you, but I am going to make the argument for the other side of this. Uh, I'm thinking about it in this way. Look, it. I am not a Cara Maria fan in any by any means. However, I do think. She brings some drama to the women's side of things, which, you know, we could all use a little bit more fighting and drinking. Uh, and, you know, she's just like, she's just going to start drama. She's someone to always fill in my loser category if I could have one. Um, you know, she, I don't know. I just think she's going to bring that balance, almost how we're like missing Turbo. And don't get me wrong, she's not turbo. However, she is that person who's going to stand up to people throughout and just be someone that you love to hate. Um, and I'm not sure if that's totally there on the women's side of things right now. Someone who's going to push everybody around. Like, all the women are kind of beyond last week. I mean, what, there was this spat between Maddie and uh, Ashley. But now that Ashley's gone, it's like, who's who's kind of mad at who? I'm not really sure. So... There is a lack of drama. That's true. I would argue she would bring that. She would bring that. However, don't really miss her. <laughs> <laughs> and then our other question came from Brittany. It was name two challengers that would make up your quarantine dream team. So these are two people that you would pick to come into your quarantine situation and live with you. So. We're going to make this a draft. We're going to do a snake draft. Chris, you want to go first? Then I'll, I'll go. Jameson, you pick third and fourth, and we'll go back around. I love to go first. Uh, my first pick in this quarantine draft would be Jenna because she just seems like a responsible person. I know she gets in the drama with Zach, but she seems responsible. Like, maybe she's going to bake bread. She's going to fill up the Brita. You know, she's going to keep it clean. I think that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for responsible people and entertaining people. But 
there's a line with that one. I'm going with Jenna as my first pick. You the might whole time. You Go might ahead, have Danny. some trouble with Zach there. I don't. Think yeah, that's what I was gonna say, man. But he he's not on this uh, this season, so you know what? Some calls. That's all I'm saying. The it whole time she'd be like with her lazy anyway, voice. So. The whole time I miss Zach. I miss Zach. I miss Zach. I <laughs> I actually had her second in my little lineup, but I'm gonna go with my first pick still on the board, Jenny. I think she's very nice, very respectful. I think she would, you know, give me and my wife our space, but give us workout tips, move furniture around if I need her to. I think I think it's it's a win-win situation. It's a good pick. It's a good pick. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with um, Corey. Uh, <laughs> I like Corey. Uh, you know, he's he's. You know, he could help me out with some workouts. Uh, we could get real in shape. Um, he seems like a fun dude to just, like, hang out with and, like, have some beers with. Um, do, you, do you trust Corey if you're in the shower and he's alone with your girlfriend? Absolutely, absolutely not. Absolutely not, which is why my second pick will make much more sense. Okay. <laughs> well, that's your second pick. Yeah, you, you get three in a row for going last. Oh. All right, all right, I'll go, I'll go to my second pick. My second pick, um, I'm going to sound like a real creepo here, but I think it's already too late for that. Uh, I'm going to go with Tori. Um, you, everyone knows, um, you know, I love Tori. And also, Tori has said, you know, she's into women, and, you know, who knows what could happen? Who knows what could happen? This is just creating problems for himself. Yeah. I know how this yeah. ends with, with Jameson outside of the bedroom with the other three in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. At least things would be exciting for a few days and then I'm out on the street. Finds his own demise, dude. <laughs> I'm picking Jay. He's nice and boring. I don't think he'd need that much attention. <laughs> He just sit there in his ski hat and leave me alone. I think. I think he's going to be pretty annoying uh, talking about how he's going to feed his family the whole time. <laughs> Danny with some safe picks, man. You might have to get Jenny to uh, shut him up for you. <laughs> That's Eliminate him from your from your apartment. <laughs> if he starts acting up, just Jenny, take care of this. Man, uh, you know. My second pick is kind of tough here because who knows, man. I can we pick people who've been eliminated or yeah, yeah, sure. I think uh, you know what? I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, CT. Yeah, that was my third pick. That's a good pick. I think I think CT would be a fun guy to hang around with, and uh, yeah, you know that's a. I think he's gonna bring some entertainment into my house and uh, make this a fun quarantine. That's a lot of money to restock that fridge, I think. Yeah, it might be worth it. I don't know. Who knows? I'm hoping Jenna doesn't eat that much. But CT can eat her proportion. <laughs> CT, every night you'd be like, I thought we just bought more sausage. Hey, you, said, <laughs> you said you were going to get fit for the next challenge, right? <laughs> I feel like he'd take a lot of naps. I feel like he'd be sleeping a lot. <laughs> I definitely have the most boring quarantine. Jameson, I want to make that a reality show. With <laughs> yeah, dude. 
I, that, I would want to watch that. I think that would be fun. Have you guys heard of this show, 90 Day Fiance or whatever that's been going oh, on? Yeah. In? That guy that like married the, like, the girl from uh, uh, Taiwan or, or, or v- Vietnam or something. I can't yeah. remember. Sorry. Either way, I would be that guy in this like, situation with like the no neck like out on the street and be like, I thought it was a good idea, but uh, I guess it's not a very good of an idea. Uh, Corey and Tori and uh, my girlfriend are in there, you know, having a good time. Well, they locked me out of the bedroom again. I just hear a lot of banging on the walls, so. I uh, thought I'd get more in shape and uh, I'd have some fun times, but it's quite the opposite. Now I have no neck and I want to go marry someone from uh, Taiwan. <laughs> And with that, I, I think that's it for the tribunal. Oh, this is fun, fellas. It was good. Best part of the quarantine week, as it every is every time. week. But Until uh, next week. Yep. Don't be a quitter. Tribunal. <laughs> well, we, we're never going to get this right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a quitter, Danny. <laughs> Don't be a layup, Chris. And you know what, guys? I think you just may have killed it. <laughs> <laughs>